Are you looking for a light show? A little bit of a nibble, a snack, a brunch? No, this is not the one for you. This one is a machine gun on steroids. Isn't that a weird thing? But that's what it is. I'm coming at you with both barrels and they're firing hot. Because it's time to stop waiting for everything to happen. It's time to stop thinking that all the lights will turn green and someone's going to come to save you. If you haven't heard it before, that's not going to happen. You. That's right. You. Are your only way out. And if not, you're only your best way out. That is what this episode is about. Oh man, I said about twice. That is what this episode entails. I'm leading you to a place where you can decide to have all those things be all those things you want to be. And here's the thing about Jet's show, the show they call Psychotherapy, Dr. Psycho himself. I do it before I tell you to do it. And I do that because I never liked the guys who didn't. I don't like and won't take classes from a teacher who hasn't been in that field. I don't take advice from people who are poorer than me on money. I don't ask for advice in fitness from people who aren't more fit than I am. So I'm telling you what to do with motivation. I'm telling you how to do things you've never done before. And if you're ready to listen to that, then continue. And if not, Take the cowardly way out and go listen to some songs you've heard before. But this show is for the ones who've taken that other choice, the first choice. I'm Jet Dunlap. This is Psychotherapy. Strap in, because it starts right now. There are sayings in the past. There is wisdom that is eternal. I've been studying Eastern philosophy. And I've said before, I don't mean New Jersey. Further East than that. And there is philosophy that will never change. Things that we must attack internally. Things that we must combat in ourselves. And those words I'm using are deliberate. They're words we don't want to use these days because millennials... They're going around telling people that you got to be nice to everyone and everyone is special and everyone is the same and those are mutually exclusive and I used to whine about that a lot so I won't go into it. But I will for one second. You can't be special and the same. That's not possible. That's the smartest person in the world but they're only as smart as everyone else. That doesn't make sense. Okay. I did give them credit, the millennials, for the fact that I would not have been so honest about my problems when I started this show if it wasn't for their embracing of it. Now, I had gone through some real serious stuff that came into my life when I was finally on that show with Ken at YouTube Studios, not to name drop. They're that free TV show thingy. So pretty hard to get in there unless you are anyone. So when I did that show... I came out of that after my grandfather died, after I had my big thought beard, 
like in the cover of this entire program. I don't want to say show again, so not show. But my big beard, I had that. And that was my thinking, sad beard. And I decided after I was honest about my emotions, that that would be something that would go into creating psychotherapy. Later, I didn't need that anymore. I don't need to confess to you guys every week that I have... Uh, I'm mentally differently abled. And uh, I think of it as a superpower. That was helpful by them. But the rest of it has been a hindrance. And I see that in this future that I was describing seconds ago, which probably feels like years ago, 2021, a lot of that doesn't work anymore. And yes, there's a point and I'm getting to it. So please get off my back. Okay. No free rides. This is the point. Recently, an individual, you know, when I say that it's on purpose, that is me being cold. And this individual will know who he is, and uh, there will be a price to pay. I will get a text after this for mentioning this, but I don't care. Here it is. People have this odd idea of letting things take their course. That is great advice for natural rivers. Uh, Migrating deer, for instance, they should take their own course. And we should not rush them into going to dental school. That wouldn't make any sense. In nature, let it take its course. Unless we are violently attacking it or messing it up, then it needs to be changed. But for the most part, let it take its course. Humans, bad idea. Yeah, very bad idea. I've had ideas about this show since it started and what my aim was. And then sometimes, like on episode 113, I tell you guys how bad you are. Which is great, because telling your audience that they're no good is the best way to get more of an audience. I heard you listen to that show. I don't know how they'd hear this, but for the purpose of this story... Oh, you're listening to psychotherapy? How is it? It's great. Uh Uh-huh. Well, what do you mean it's great? He just told us that we're bad because we don't tell enough people we listen to it. So please listen to it. If you've met me, you know that is not me. I do not chillax. Just even saying that makes me angry, the idea of relaxing and chilling simultaneously. There is this concept that let things work themselves out. Again, you will instinctively know where that is appropriate, but you will also try and apply that to your laziness. I've talked to people who have said things like, well, yeah, you know, if this diet works out, then I guess I'll get thinner. And I'm not going to bank on them being the next Mr. or Mrs. Universe. Because that statement is an action. I have decided that there is a strong possibility, actually the only possibility, if you know these people, that they won't make it because they've already given themselves an out. And what you need to hear is that humans are lazy water bags. In the episode that should have preceded this one, preceded? Is that before or after? Conceded? The one that was supposed to concede this episode was me talking about how humans are just bones and bags of water, water bags with bones in it. And that grossed me out, so I didn't go into it. Here I am going into it again. We inherently, the bone bag, are lazy. And if left to our own devices, we will just look at our devices and do nothing. That is our instinct. You would not wake up and put on pants if you didn't have to. Many of you in 2020 didn't do that. So thinking that things will work themselves out. Things will just naturally 
come into existence is crazy. And there's a misinterpretation of this when you think about Eastern philosophy, because the secret, if you remember, the secret, the power of positive thinking, self-actualization, these things that came out of the philosophy of the Bible, the philosophy of Greek mythology, Eastern philosophy, it was not think that the world would be better, think and, and put your energy towards a better future and do nothing. That does not work. A micro example is doing something will not necessarily bring you the something you thought it would, but it will get you somewhere. I've used the example a lot, so you'll be familiar with it. Doing stand-up comedy did not make me the world's greatest stand-up comedian. It brought me into writing, which is what I was supposed to do. But you could never have told me, do stand-up comedy to get to writing. You could take that ripple that happened all the way back to 20 years ago. This begot this, just like the Bible. This begot that, this begot that, this begot that. So there was a chain of events that went to that, but none of the things that you could have told me in that chain would have led me to understand that 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 would bring into existence my writing. But I had to do it. I had to take action. And I had to play against my weaknesses, which if there's any theme of this show, it's that. Your weaknesses... And we all have them, so it's not just you. I'm not accusing you. I have more weaknesses than most. As a bone bag, I'm pretty weak. They are there for you to exercise. If it's physical, that's easy. Mental, emotional, it's a little harder. I only say physical because exercising is so easy to understand. Exercise your body, it'll get in better shape. My secret every year, before I started doing the show, it's a new year, so you want a new you. This is how you do it. You move more and you eat less. That is it. You will fall into weakness every time you give yourself an out. So recently someone gave me advice, and how daring of them. It was, the show, my show, is for me. Jet, the show is for you. This was in reference to me trying to go into another gear of getting a bigger audience. Now, why do I want more of an audience? doesn't do anything for me financially. The show doesn't pay. I want more people to be helped by the words that I speak. Why do I find value in the words I say? Well, first off, I listen to it and there's value. I've read more books than you. I've lived on different edges of this human experience than most. Extreme edges. From complete desperation and mind loss to having extreme success monetarily, physically. Both sides of the spectrums, I've pushed the envelope. But not only have I pushed the envelope, but I've taken notes. Here's the deal with the idea of letting things happen on their own. Think about your favorite musician, your favorite song. Now imagine if that person never got up enough courage to perform in front of an audience. They wouldn't be your favorite song. There's probably someone out there, and I will guarantee you there is, who's better at all the things you love about that musician, but they never did it. Everything that you have in your life right now that was invented, which is most things, was manifested by a person who had to get over their fears of whatever it was to bring it to market. So, waiting for things to happen is often the worst damn thing you could do. You want that thing you've never had, whether it's physical, whether it's monetary, whether it's a job. You cannot get the things you've never had by doing the things you did before. Obvious. 
if what you had done before was going to get you the things you want, you'd have them. Whatever you have came from the person who got it. Right? I'm talking to you in this manner because you're going to get a lot of advice at the beginning of the year. And remember, most of the people who are giving you advice are weak idiots. (laughs) They're people who give advice. They're not people who do. When I'm writing, for instance, not something that's easy to do. I like writing, but sometimes it's just writing. Moving characters from one place to another, writing for my book or writing in my journal, anything. It is not always easy. It is not always fun. And when it's boring and monotonous and I'm still writing, even though I don't really have any motivation to move the characters, I do it because of a discipline. I do it because I don't believe that you should just wait for your inevitability. I'm hard on myself. And that's why I look like I do. I'm married to who I'm married to. And I have the life I have. That's not braggadocious. That is because I wanted those things and made those things happen. And some of the things that I don't have, I did not apply that discipline to. When I was a kid, and this is in high school, I, I should make this the, um, the artwork for this show. And if you're not looking at the artwork, you're a bad person. <laughs> if you're not looking at the artwork, I'm going to remind you again to do it because it takes a lot of effort and it's pretty great. But I drew this picture of a woman in high school, and it was an art class, obviously. It would be weird if it was religion. Draw a picture of a woman. <laughs> what was that guy thinking? And I drew Gina. Now, I can show you the picture. It's a side-by-side drawing of a woman's face and then my wife today. I just drew a woman who was in my head, but I drew a picture of my wife. People have talked to me, and most of these people are men. And no, actually, that's not true. The most recent person who talked to me about this was a woman. How funny. She said, you're great at talking, you're funny, you're all these things. She had not said anything to me up until this point. She was complimenting me, saying all these great things about me. And then she said, and your wife is super hot. How did you get all this? Guys used to ask me these questions when I was less motivated and kind of a schlub. They'd be like, how'd you get Gina? People don't ask me that anymore. They know how I got Gina. It's pretty obvious. But she asked me, how did I get to this place? And I told her, (laughs) I wanted to be with a woman who was the most beautiful woman anyone had ever met. I wanted her to love camping, to be tough, to be able to be as adventurous as I am and look a way that is usually contrary to that. Gina, again, is working outside right now with tools, and she's the most beautiful woman I know. When I met Gina, and I've told this story many times, and I almost released an episode called Jet and Gina, A Love Story, but then I'm not ready for that yet. But when I saw Gina on stage, I said, yeah, her. And it was more romantic than that or not, but that's what I said. And over the next three months of that play that we were in together, I talked to her and made sure that she saw me in a certain light. But when I talk to guys who are single or guys who are in relationships they don't want to be in, and they talk to me about how lucky I am with Gina, yes, I'm lucky that we met each other where we were. But I decided to go back into theater arts and become a performer 
at 23 years old while I was working a full-time job. I saw her and decided I wanted to know that woman romantically. And I made that happen. Now, that sounds a little alpha-y, I get it. But that's the truth. And to tell it any other way would be to do you a disservice. She is incredible. But she's not, it's not like I got her like a prize. She could have said no. And here's another part of that story that's really interesting because I just got in touch with another friend of mine recently and I was telling him my whole backstory. I had to cover the last five years. So there was a lot. And I was telling him about when I lost my mind and uh, I didn't know how to talk at first. I couldn't string a sentence together. And then after I could string a sentence together, I couldn't talk the way most people talk. Average people. But at some point, I realized I couldn't talk like Jet Dunlap. I had lost my superpower, which was how to bend my reality into existence through words. And there was a point when I was really going through it and couldn't sleep for four days. And Gina was exhausted and she said, this isn't what I signed up for. I'm very much paraphrasing. Remember, I had lost my mind. But Gina will admit it was something to that effect. And I thought, what a devil woman. She can't take that I'm going through this thing. She didn't leave. She wasn't ready to leave, but she was being honest with me. She was exhausted. And the reason I mentioned my friend I hadn't talked to in a long time was that he said, you weren't who she fell in love with. Wow. When I was drinking all the time and I weighed 219 pounds and I wasn't the person that people looked up to and I wasn't the person that people said, wow, that's Jet Dunlap. He does things that others just talk about. I wasn't worthy of being with her. That's how I feel. The reality of that and the higher function of our relationship may be more complicated, but I felt that way. Every day I must be the person that deserves someone like my wife. And every day, as a sober man, I am. I didn't get that by waiting around. I'm not a billionaire. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not even a cotillionaire. What I am is a guy who does what I want, when I want to, anytime I want to do it. I truly do wake up when I'm done sleeping. I go to bed when I'm tired. No manager, no one has had their thumb on me for 10 years. I retired at 30. And I've made enough money to have a very luxurious and good life for my wife and I. Now, that may not be your definition of luxury. I live in an RV, for instance. Okay. I shower outside. Not the easiest thing in the world. Not luxury to you. Here's the deal. I love that. When I was making six figures, I wanted to spend more time camping. Two weeks a year wasn't enough. I kept wanting to be camping when I was at work. I like this lifestyle. And now, you know, I, I talked trash about the millennials earlier, but they're, uh, they're great in this point. Now people are starting to get that. Tiny homes. Hashtag van life. RV living. Let me tell you why I love living in a car as opposed to a house. I'm not permanently anywhere. I get to go where I want, when I want to. That's profound. When I first started having dreams when we renovated this RV, I thought, I'm not permanently here. My life is untethered. How's that feel? 
We have a lot of fancy things and anything we've ever wanted financially for the last two or three years, we've been able to get. I have the coolest off-road vehicle I've ever seen. She has her dream car. Happens to be a Prius plug-in, but that's what she wanted. She is in alignment with who she truly is, so she doesn't want something that to someone else seems impressive. She doesn't care about that. She never has. When I left my big high-paying job and I went to do background acting at $68 a day, non-union, with a bunch of people where I had to be like, I was a someone last week, it hurt. When I was getting closer to becoming more successful, but it was always out of reach, it hurt. When I was DJing, when I was producing, when I was doing all these things I've done to be able to make my mobile life possible, it was difficult. When I dug this house out of the ground where I live, 40 tons of dirt, when I moved that, it was difficult, emotionally and physically. But I did it. And it wasn't by waiting. It wasn't by letting the chips fall where they may. I took those chips and I made them fall the way I decided to. That is assuming that I know what that phrase means and that I'm picturing chips like poker chips. It may mean potato chips, in which case that makes no sense. I manifested it through my hard work. Now, am I lucky? Yes. I never got permanently injured. I was never so sick that I couldn't do these things. I'm lucky that Gina is the character that she is. I was very fortunate in that. Much of that luck is from things that I pointed to and said, that is Jets. So here is my advice for this episode an intense episode by a guy named Jet. You should expect it. My name is not Balsa Wood Glider. It's a uh, you know piece of metal that's forced through the air by explosions, much like myself. Get it this year. Use the power of positive thinking. Use self-actualization. Use mindfulness and be good to the humans as you do it, but get it. It's just for you. It'll happen when it happens. No. I can't go around at gunpoint and tell people to listen to my show. No, I can't. But I can work harder, get more clever, learn more strategies, figure out what I'm not doing. Here's the interesting part about why I am motivated to do this episode the way I did. And it's, it's actually kind of cool. And it shows a little bit of uh, my personality in the sense that it is a reversal of the message of this whole episode. My friend said that he had a sign and his sign was that the show was for me. And I thought about it long and hard. And it made me mad. (laughs) Because what he was saying was what he said at the first episode. This is for you. It's psychotherapy. It's for you to be self-analyzing. I said, sure. I write in a journal. And I get that for the first 50 episodes. And I said, definitely, I got that for the first 100 episodes. But this is not for me. This can't just be for me. I'm not given this ability to have it live in a vacuum. And I'm not telling you have to tell anyone. You do what you want. I don't need you. I like you. You may be the reason that I do this show, but I don't need you. What I need is to do more, to think harder. Here's the point that ties my friend in, and it's very interesting. His sign was absolutely right, and his message was absolutely right. And just like the sneaky little universe, the quantum realm, 
or God, because God works in mysterious ways. Remember, we're talking about the same thing. The thing he sent me made me mad and motivated me to do this episode. And if he hadn't sent it, I wouldn't have. So, what he was sent or felt was right. And without him doing that, I wouldn't have been able to do this. Isn't that interesting? You don't have to do it now. You might be driving. But I've been saying this a lot lately. You're hearing this for a reason. This show has found you. Little nudges, little ripples. Something has pointed you in the direction of this show, and this is the reason for it, and you can choose to do it or not to do it. You are hearing my voice right now because you need to, because you have something that's tickling your mind. And like I've said before, in my case, it was punching me in the face. But let's be mild. It's something you've been thinking about a lot and you have not done. And here it is. Do it. Start it. Make it happen. No one is going to rescue you. And this is the sign. This is that thing you've been waiting for. After you are done with this episode, you have no more excuses. If you believe the Bible, the sea was parted. That's not going to happen for you. But there's a boat that'll take you across the river. And that boat's name is Jet. That would have been a way better story if I'd used some kind of airplane analogy. But I am your boat. I am your vehicle. You are hearing this because you need to hear it. And this is what will set you on your road. If you've got ears to hear it, I've got words to say. So I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for putting it up with a little bit of harshness. But sometimes you need it. Carrot and a stick. You need reward, but you also need to remember that this is not eternal. We are eternal. Our essence, our consciousness, our spiritual side is, but not our physical self. Every day wasted is a day you don't have. That doesn't mean put so much pressure on yourself you're depressed. I am saying, get the going going. Thank you again. I'm Jet Dunlap. You are in the psycho chair. I look forward to hearing from you next time.